gonna. You like that song? I like that song. What song? Miss Parker. Sing it again. No, I can't. I'm not gonna finish that. Why but, not? Because it's a. What's uh, happening? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, guys? Episode 47, Nothing Lose Podcast. If you I'm haven't Joey. heard it, you should you should listen to that song. If you <laughs> haven't heard it. I'm Tony. I'm Joey. We didn't catch it. I, I just introduced myself as you two. Oh, you did? Yeah. You said you're me? In any event, um, we are joined here today with Leanne Parker. Um, she is the founder, right, of West 11? West, West 11, 11 Lane. Lane. Yeah. That is an interior design studio, award-winning interior design studio. And um, other than me giving you an intro, tell us about yourself. Turn your phone down. Oh. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I like to live my life loud. Okay. So, yep. So... My name's Leanne, and I'm originally actually from Massachusetts, and I'm so happy to be out here in the San Diego area. Um, I originally came out here about six years ago. Um, we took a quick hiatus back to Maine for a year, and I moved us back in August, so I couldn't be more excited, and even just driving here in traffic, yeah. I think it usually gets to most people, but for me, I've never been so happy and proud to just, like, drive around. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh, I love San Diego so much. It just makes me so happy. Uh, well, I mean, I, I could totally get that, but mm -hmm. traffic is bad wherever you go, you know? It's, pr it's pretty rough down here, I'll admit, compared yeah. to North County, but we made it, so. So, you're from Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. What part? Um, North Central Mass, so... If you're at all familiar, it's about an hour from Boston. Um, so I actually grew up in a really small dairy town. Um, we had about 119 kids in our graduating class. And yeah, I mean, there really wasn't much to do. Yeah. Uh, we, we honestly didn't make it into the city very much either. So it was a pretty um, laid back, basic lifestyle. And so when I first came out here to San Diego, it was like a different world. Okay. Okay, I, I can get that. Are you oh, a Patriots fan? Of course. This uh, interview's <laughs> over. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm used to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So from Massachusetts and then to mm -hmm. San Diego and then to Maine and then back to San Diego. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So what was growing up like for you? Um, you know, small family, uh, child. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm the oldest of three. I have a brother and also a younger sister who was just texting me just before I parked. Yeah. <laughs> She's, um, well, I can't really say it. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, we, uh, yeah, we were pretty close growing up. We had some challenges, I would say, um, just with my family. But um, we were, ended up being three of us really strong and really driven and um, generally good people, I would say. So yeah. I guess it worked out. Okay. Um, Leanne, what what kind of challenges? Mm, probably rather not. Oh, okay. Talk about okay. That. You know, that's, 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 that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, from from there, mm -hmm. you obviously, you know, did you get a degree in interior design or did you just uh, kind of start that? Yeah. So to be honest, so that that kind of like spins off to the the whole growing up thing. Um, so actually, I started um, real young as a fourth grader. I was a very nerdy kid. <laughs> um, I just always loved math and science, and I was just really, from the get-go, thought I was going to be a mechanical engineer. Um, to be quite honest with you, very few women who were a generation above me, you know, uh, pursued a career. I think maybe just my aunt that I can really think of. Um, so everyone else kind of um, was more or less, you know, doing the child rearing and the homemaking and all of that stuff. Um, and we grew up amidst a, a large um, family business. So mm, I think that okay. that was a lot of it too. Like the men really were working on the business. It was very, very successful. So 
I kind of gave the women the freedom to just, you know, stay at home and, and raise the kids. So um, oh, anyway, that's, yeah. That's actually interesting the mm-hmm. way you phrase that because <laughs> you, you just said the freedom to stay home and take care of the kids, whereas mm-hmm. other women uh, might see that as kind of um, like a, you know, regressive state of mind for women to be in. I, I, I definitely agree with that, but I think generally, generationally speaking, I think it was probably a little bit more common than where we're at now, like our age group. I think yeah. it's definitely a lot different. Don't get me wrong. I would um, love to be a stay-at-home dad. That would be dope. <laughs> my husband would wants you? to also. Right? <laughs> 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 Which okay. I'm totally on board with. Yeah, yeah, that's my goal to retire him, so... Yeah. So just just listening to that though, it's mm-hmm. cool that you grew up mm-hmm. um, in a sort of state of mind that you know s- you were influenced by a lot of stay-at-home moms, and you know, mm-hmm. but for you to find ambition mm-hmm. to start your own business and then have it be an award-winning contemporary mm-hmm. design you know studio, mm-hmm. kind of a big jump, wouldn't you say? Or am I reaching? No, I th- <laughs> I, I mean I think I was just very much influenced by um, my family who you know. Well, they they basically were born into the business. It, I think it was started in the early 1900s. It was a couple of brothers that came over from Italy, and they started a grocery business, a really small store, and then it grew into a 20-store chain um, throughout Massachusetts and New Hampshire. It's no longer around because they sold the off. Of it? it was called Victory Supermarkets. Nice. Um, yeah, they ended up selling, I think, in 2004 to Hannaford Supermarkets, which I don't think they're out here, but um, yeah, nope. mostly in the Northeast. Or the East Coast. But, so um, you're Italian. I'm all Italian. <laughs> I'm, I'm Italian. Are you? Yeah. What part of, are you from? Calabria. Oh, very cool. Yeah. All right. yeah wh- what did you say? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, that's, that's from my family. I'm a uh, second generation. Oh, wow. American. That's awesome. Yeah, so. Have you been over there? I have not. Neither have I. <laughs> What's I wrong with us? I don't know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Gosh. One day, one day I will visit the, the motherland. Have you got a passport? The motherland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first I have to get a passport, though. Jeez. That's a good idea. <laughs> so, so Italian yeah. from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think that just growing up, you know, amidst a family business, it just gave me just a different outlook on life and just, you know, taught me really what's possible when you work really hard and you're really focused and, you know, you work together when everybody, you know, has common goals. Uh, it was really a great experience for me, and I honestly, I didn't really mentally go down the path of, oh, you know, like, I'm going to have kids and all that stuff, because I, it's like a family joke, because I'm a fainter, so I'm very much anti-medical anything, <laughs> so it was like the big joke, Leanne's not going to have kids, she's just going to, you know, go after her career and all of that, and so, you know, years later, of course, I, I did end up getting pregnant, <laughs> I do have a son now. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. And did you faint such during the birth? such a blessing. I actually didn't, which didn't. was shocking. I almost did after, but because I, yeah, it was quite the experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just such a cool um, moment. So I think I just, I kind of stuck with it, which was good. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, um, that's why I just wanted to get into engineering and being from a small town, our school wasn't really large where, you know, we had a lot of engineering courses per se to get ready for college. So I was just, I was that girl in shop class. I was taking technical drawing classes. Um, so we did like a lot of architectural drawings actually. Mm. Um, and then we did um, some CAD drawings for um, like, you know, models, 3D models and things like that, just widgets or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, and then I ended up when I was a senior in high school, I got um, an internship with a company that was local and they uh, manufactured automobile fasteners. So I would get out of school early, three days a week. My dad would pick me up and drive me over and I would just do like 
CAD drawings for their quality control department. So I was working with the engineers um, right there, and it was really cool. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so you kind of had your foot in the door with you know you know using AutoCAD. I think that yeah, I actually used CAD in drafting. It was okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, but from there, that sort of you know transformed into interior design, which yeah. I mean, I don't know too much on the subject, but mm-hmm. I can sort of like infer that architectural design mm-hmm. isn't necessarily interior design because you're not like, you know, shaping the actual structure itself. You're mm-hmm. just adding, you know, decorations and, you know, sort of matching and stuff like that. More life. Um, yeah, it's a good, that's a adding, great question. Adding more life. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, so I actually, I work alongside of architecture architects now. Um so it definitely there's definitely an overlap when you talk about interior design versus interior decorating because I think in, interior decorating is a lot of just the obviously the internal furnishings and you know like your artwork and your rugs and okay your all right and all of yeah. that so that's like the decorating portion but the design is much more like you know breaking down a wall and you know just rearranging just doing a lot more with okay, the structure so, then, so in like the the actual structural like in, mm-hmm. in, in integrity is sort of, you know, give or take with interior design. Correct. Okay. Yeah. There you awesome. Go. Awesome. All right. Um, well. <laughs> you guys are going to know so much by the end of this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No, so can you, can you tell me what the difference is? Because you specialize in uh, contemporary mm-hmm. interior design. Mm-hmm. So what, what's the difference between like contemporary, modern, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question too. And a lot of the time, if I were to say, oh, you know, my style is modern, well, modern to me might mean something different to you. Yeah. So sometimes it, it just depends. So that that's where it really comes in handy to just ask a lot of questions when I'm working with a client to really get down to the nitty gritty of really what they're looking for in okay. a style. Um, but more specifically, contemporary is typically what's latest and greatest now. It's, Interesting. It's just, yeah, it's What's I'm, right I'm assuming like stainless maybe or no is that yeah, is that like I so mean, 2007 it's well that's the thing so we're it's interesting to see how the trends move along i mean i think we saw a lot of stainless we saw a lot of granite countertops for a while um we're moving more uh, further away from that i mean because I, I actually go to a lot of furnishing shows um in different parts of the country and um what we're seeing a lot of is bold colors and actually just hiding your appliances is back in so hmm. Yeah. Like I the built-in and the just yeah, just behind. Like you could just put a facade, like a cabinet facade, over it. And you don't. You don't, you don't remember those? You don't remember the refrigerators that had like the old cabinets? The cabinets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like right? the fridges that look like a cabinet. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that yeah. back in style? Yeah. Just is like everything just kind of like comes we're around. We're wearing champion again. Yeah. yeah. No, we, we have, we're wearing champion <laughs> and uh, Skechers. So. I don't, yeah. but people do, I apparently. Know, that's good to know. I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not super hip. You know? I'm not either. I'm really bad with fashion, actually. Yeah? Yes. Well, you're dressed really nice right Thank now. You. I'm, I'm wearing uh, sweats and a shirt from uh, Eric. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was at a Bosch event the other day, and uh, they had a bright orange stove. So it's kind of, yeah, just, uh, I don't know. You can just really have fun with it right that, now. That's like good. 70s, right? Um, or is that well, 80s? Seventies was very 60s? much the avocado green. Yeah. Avocado, oh, was it? I remember that. So yeah. Well, I wasn't around, but I just remember my grandparents held on to things yeah. for a while. So if it ain't broke, that's right. Know. Oh, and they they lasted forever back then. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean to to go off that, like I think my mom has a set of cast iron skillets, you know, mm-hmm. that we've had for generations. Those are so the best; they just get better with age. Yeah, and then when you cook in them, you season them. You're not supposed to wash them. <laughs> That's right. People don't know that. They're always like, "Oh, it's so hard washing my cast." It's like, no, you're not supposed <laughs> to wash that. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just I like to cook, so when people do it wrong, you know, <laughs> chaps my. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, um, any big projects right now? Uh, yeah, so currently I'm working on a remodel up in LA. Um, they've kind of they gutted their whole kitchen and they had like a sunroom play area off of the kitchen and just a little dining area. And then they're just the whole that whole floor is actually we're r- ripping out all the flooring and replacing it. So that's been that's stressful. been fun. No, it's not really stressful. I don't know. I really love a challenge. Do you? I yeah. do. I really do. The challenge the remodel yeah. or the customer or both. Which one? Which one's hard, Which one's more of a challenge? Dealing with the customer or like the remodel of like scheduling? I don't know. Honestly, everything's been good so far. Okay. Knock on wood. I have to be honest, and I don't know. I actually hired someone to do copy on my website uh, a while back, and for some reason, whatever she wrote just brings me the best, sweetest, nicest, easiest clients. And I so I'm like a little worried about fixing it. I would love to revamp my site, but I'm like I don't know if I want to adjust this because everyone's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah. So you're just you're just you know a magnet for everybody who's you know super chipper and yeah they're they're even happier than I am which is nice <laughs> and they're they just make decisions really quickly they trust me and my decision making which is really yeah. I really appreciate it. it makes the process go a lot smoother and faster um, so it's good yeah communication right exactly right. exactly yeah. mm-hmm. so let's let's do a little role play. Okay. <laughs> Let's say this that this is like my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that I just I just, you know, saw your website sure. and I was like award-winning, you had me right there. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing a consult. What okay. are your three top questions for any consultation mm-hmm. that's really going to draw out like my needs and wants mm-hmm. without like having an explicit, you know, like a menu that's like do you want this or that, you know? Yeah. Like, how do you how do you gauge that? Because like I'm I'm mm-hmm. assuming that being personable with somebody and like gaining their trust to make decisions for them, mm-hmm. especially if they're gonna live with it, right? Kind of a big deal. Absolutely, and I think that's a great thing that you bring up. I was actually at a consultation yesterday for a salon, uh, which was really cool. Um, but a lot of it is I ask a few questions. It's mostly them talking. So I was there for an hour, and it's mostly you're making this too easy for me. I'm just telling you the truth. That's you're you're making this too easy. She doesn't for deal me with right the now. guy yet. You know, huh? she doesn't yeah. deal with the guy. Oh, customer. I, well, yeah. there's husbands always, but, but it's a, it's sometimes the, it, the challenge with the husband sometimes is just to get them like just to, to agree. To well, no, to just to show be up. involved in a way because <laughs> they mm. like to just kind of like, oh, you know, my wife will handle Do what it you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. But sometimes I'll go on shopping trips with people and the husband comes along. And it's really cool to see. Like, I just really just kind of observe what they gravitate towards and see what they like. And yeah. then that helps me a lot, too. I feel like I would be really involved. I don't know about yeah. you, but I feel like <laughs> I would I would want to um, you know be at the consults and go yeah. shopping. You might I think be it's her important. customer. Who knows? I don't even have a house, but well, <laughs> when you do, now when you I know who to call. Check. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are my questions? Yeah, yeah. Okay, feel well, me out. Feel me yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, some of the things that we need to know, obviously, I'm are actually going to answer these, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me about. Okay, well. L- Tell me which space we're talking about, first of all, before we even get started. Okay, I guess hypothetically, let's say that I have a 
two bedroom ranch style, two mm-hmm. bedroom, two bath ranch style home in La Mesa mm-hmm. with a quarter acre, mostly backyard space, mm-hmm. and a two car garage that's also in the backyard. And Very and the specific. home was built in the 1960s, mm. and the appliances were updated in 1994. Okay. Did you drive by this That's house over the weekend? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. This is your dream house. No, it's not my, about? No. Okay. <laughs> no, my, my dream home is like a loft somewhere in like Manhattan that uh, nobody can oh, find me. I know? love Manhattan. Yeah. yeah I great. actually lived there for a bit. So. Really? Yeah. I was just there. Where, Where did you? you live? Lower East Side. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. I keep getting off track, but that's really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were just there for Mother's Day um, weekend. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. It was the city. rainy again, but it's still, Tis the season. It's still great to be there. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so back, back, back to my ranch style <laughs> home, quarter <laughs> acre yeah. land, two car garage, mostly backyard space, enough space sure. for a patio. Sure. Uh, let's, let's up it to three bedroom, <laughs> two bath. I'm going to tell you right out the gate that it doesn't really, to me, it doesn't matter all of these details, <laughs> n- not to be insulting. No, no, I'm no. Just being I'm, just, I'm just trying to be more specific. Here's so. all I care about is how do you want to feel when you walk into your home? Comfortable. Okay, what does comfortable mean to you? Mm, okay. I'm a fan, and this is my OCD, but I like organization, mm-hmm. like open spaces, mm-hmm. more like escape routes. You know what I'm saying? Escape routes. You know? Is that is that too specific or no? No, keep going. That's fine. You know, um, so... Open space mm-hmm. is like I don't like a lot of clutter. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of like a bunch of walls, but I do mm-hmm. like space dividers. So if it's like an implied mm-hmm. divide, mm-hmm. you know, I'm totally cool with that. Okay. Um, I also let me think. Yeah, I think high ceilings are good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really getting into this. You're. They do do a lot of talking, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. You Absolutely. haven't even. Okay. I feel like I should be taking notes. I, I'm yeah. like. Twitching over here, not <laughs> writing this down. Yeah. Okay, so so let, I'm, I'm just going to be shut off right now. That's it. So, oh, that's it? Well, yeah. Let, let's <laughs> say that I was just the worst customer ever. I would just keep asking questions. That's the thing. I mean, I want to know right. more about how it, how is your space functioning right now? What's working? Tell me what's working right now. What's working right now what is, um, oh, man, you know, in, in that house, I guess the living room is a good size. Okay. There's no defined dining area, which would be nice. I don't know if I would utilize mm-hmm. it, so maybe you can advise against it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't like the lighting. I like natural lighting. Okay. And there's not enough of that for me. Okay. And what do you think is impacting the natural lighting? Walls. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Too many walls. Are uh-huh. you looking to do anything with your windows or? I mean, they could probably be upgraded, to be honest. It's yeah. been since 1994. Sure, sure. Okay. A lot, of, a lot more natural light. Yes, I, I would like natural space. light. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of the sun, even though I'm kind of mm-hmm. pasty right now. <laughs> it's because of those walls. If I didn't have those walls, then I wouldn't be pasty. <laughs> All right? All right, that's good to know. Um, so function-wise, tell me about the activities that you're doing. Like if we're to focus on, let's say, your living mm-hmm. area, what's happening? Um, I'm a big fan of relaxing. But what mm-hmm. I do like, I would like, um, if I don't have a library, mm-hmm. I would like like a like a uh, a den area where I can put up my books and have mm-hmm. a big brown leather chair mm-hmm. that I have right now. Yeah. Oh, you do? I yeah. do. It's not here. It's at my place. But okay. sometimes I take it here. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't. It's really <laughs> heavy. But, <laughs> but I, I would like my own little captain's corner. Okay. Great. 
I, that was already three questions. I have a lot more questions for you. All right, that was too easy. <laughs> that was too easy. Okay, so it is easy to get. Well, I mean, for you me, get into it. Like the customer gets into it. Yeah. You're hyped about it. Well, because mm-hmm. I, I think that it's awesome to play off my own imagination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's true because it's if you, even if you don't really spend much time thinking about what you want or what would make you happy, people like in the way back of their mind, they really know what they want and and really. You know, it helps to have a professional to work with to kind of just bring mm-hmm. that into. I've got a real challenge for you right now. Okay. Obviously, I've been doing the majority of the talking. Oh, okay. Can you break him down and get his needs and wants? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, see, uh-huh. Tony, come on. What? My needs and wants? Yeah, man. I need you to play, you know, doctor patient right now. You're the patient. I'm the patient. And right now, you're. Disease is a is a uh, you know a bad living space. So bad living please space. talk to Doctor Leanne <laughs> and let her know. <laughs> the patient is in. Um, wait, wait, wait! She hasn't asked anything. Excuse me, uh, sir. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You're Some other questions that I would ask in a consultation would relate to color. So tell me about. Oh, I mean, first that's of all, a fun question. First of all, who's living in the space? Let's mm-hmm. find out. Let's find that out. So who's in your space? It's me and Jen. Okay, great. Right. And what are the co- what are your favorite colors? Our favorite, my favorite color is green. Jen's is blue, but that probably would be nowhere in the place. Only green probably would be outside. The only green would be outside. Like very little, like hints, like a hint of green. Okay. It wouldn't be like drastic. A white, a white wouldn't pay, be painted green. Okay. Yeah. So you don't, you're not sure that you want green in your space, or there's. I'm just trying to understand. No, I don't. I think yeah, it'd just be a plan. It wouldn't be like a. Like a wall yeah. or furniture exactly. or whatnot. Yeah. Okay, understood, understood. So are there colors that you don't like? Um, just the purples, the pinks, those guys. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know what's so funny about this is like, yeah, yeah, no, Jen, Jen is legitimately getting nervous right now. I know <laughs> you guys can't looking. see her, but yeah, she's <laughs> like, she's acting like this is a real console. You should see her face right now. So what she's are we like, getting <laughs> into? <laughs> Cut it, cut it. I feel like she needs a mic. Yeah. <laughs> that happens every episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so in your space right now, what would you say isn't functioning well for you? Like, What's not the functioning? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jen needs light and she needs an island. Oh, an oh island. man, that's great. I should have mm. said that. So that's All fun. right, I want to take that one from you. <laughs> I also want an island. Excellent. <laughs> Anything else? Um... Now our, our living our living room is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Bathroom's decent size. Bedroom's pretty big. So it just it's our kitchen isn't functioning well. Mm-hmm. So there's like just an open layout with the kitchen that floats with the living room. I'm okay. also gonna throw a, a wrench in here, and I'm gonna say that Tony and Jen love to host. I was gonna say I, that was literally my next question. Do you have people over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, friends, family, both. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Friendsgiving. Uh, Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Yeah, okay. Friendsgiving here. Yeah, you guys are pretty young still. So <laughs> <laughs> you're still in that <laughs> realm. That's awesome. Um, okay, so how many people at one time would you say maximum you have? We had 20 for our housewarming. Oh, wow. Okay. But I was there. It's normally like 10 or 15. So Yeah, that's a good size. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have to be cognizant of seating for dinner, obviously, and mm-hmm. then also just lounging, I'm assuming. Yep. Are you guys doing activities? Otherwise, playing cards, playing games outside in the back? Jen does her home workouts. Don't forget that. <laughs> there you go. Yep. That's important to know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jen just said that her, her living room could be big. Jen thinks, <laughs> Jen thinks the living room, I mean, not the, the kitchen is the most important thing. I also agree. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, I love to cook. So Right. It really sets the stage for your entire home. I, I can actually get with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. This has been fun. Yours doesn't set the stage with that bigger refrigerator you have in that small. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Like I have, I have like a apartment over in Hillcrest. It's one bedroom, and the mm-hmm. fridge is like the size of that mirror. It's giant. The fridge is like something that like you would see in a three bedroom house. Like, wow. yeah, it it just it, it doesn't make any sense. It mm. doesn't. Um, Useful, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it could be if I, I just need to stop eating fast food. <laughs> uh, I love corn dogs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never had one of those in my life. Okay, uh, we need a soundboard, and I need a record skip right now. <laughs> what? You've never had a corn dog? Literally never. Why not? I'm not really sure. Have I've you had an opportunity? <laughs> I mean, I've been to fairs. They have them at fairs, right? Well, yeah, fair, fair, fair corn dogs are okay, but you've never like had a. Just Where? I don't even know who sells them. Um, hot dog on a stick, wiener schnitzel. Um, oh, I've driven by there. Like in PB. I used dr- to live in PB. Oh. Yep. Man, you've got to have a corn Good dog. Times. Do, you, do you like hot dogs? I think I do, yeah. Do you like cornbread? Oh, definitely. Put those together, <laughs> and what you've got is the best thing. Oh, that sounds really good, actually. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Especially, yep. Yep. Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. Man, things I didn't think I would be talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody thinks he'll talk about corn dogs on this podcast, but they all behold, do. He'll bring it up eventually. Every, everyone, <laughs> he brings everyone. it up on every episode. That and Drake references. Do you like Drake? Um, I think I'm supposed to. I heard of him a lot. I'm You're not even. I can't. I really <laughs> yeah. can't even. Are you from Massachusetts or I are am. you from a different planet? <laughs> Probably a different planet. <laughs> all right, that's what it's. <laughs> you have you've never had a corn dog, and you don't no. listen to Drake. I feel like I have a lot to do when I go home. You know what? That's actually a good question. What? How is it? Because obviously West 11 Lane is a very, it's, it's an award winning, you know. For service. Yeah. Yeah. For, for mm-hmm. still. Which is, no, it's great. Which means you got to be busting your buns. That's so how, how do you balance, mm-hmm. you know, having a business, mm-hmm. being a mom mm-hmm. and coming on podcasts to talk about corn dogs? <laughs> The latter is really the biggest challenge, I think, of all three. I think so too, <laughs> but no, really, though, like, how do you how, uh, do you how do you balance like you know being that successful businesswoman? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the gender card, but mm-hmm. being a woman is hard. Being mm-hmm. a successful businesswoman is harder. I'm going to say it. Thank you. I'm just going to say facts. it. You know. Thank you. Facts. What's that? Well, it's tough because, and I frequently, probably too frequently, have this conversation with my husband, but I just think that society is obviously we're progressing. But I still feel like there's just that, you know, deep ingrained feeling. It's biological, I really think, that, you know, okay, I have this child and I really should be focusing on this baby and rearing them. And I think it's challenging for me specifically because, you know, I already explained how we were all raised in my family, old school Italian, really conservative. Um, And so I always have that pull, but I've always just been a really driven person. So I always am constantly fighting between, okay, I should just be focused on being a mom and do the best I can with that. But no, I want to achieve things and I want to really see how much I can challenge myself. And, and so I almost feel like a play between the masculine and feminine sides of me. I know that sounds weird. That actually makes sense. It kind of feels like you're battling between like nature and nurture. Totally. Thank you. (laughs) So your, your, your nature is to be ambitious, driven and, you know, goal oriented, but your nurturing Mm -hmm. is more like 
child rearing, mm-hmm. homekeeping, you know, family stuff. Sure, exactly. And so to be honest with you, I mean, my husband, his company is actually out of Massachusetts. So being on the East Coast, they start three hours earlier. They end three hours earlier as well. So that's definitely been a benefit. And I'm very vocal about what I need. As of late, I wasn't that good at it before, but I'm getting more used to asking for help and, you know, being vocal about, you know, what's coming up and what have you. We have a shared calendar and that really works out. Um, we need that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do what's that. What's that? We need a shared you're calendar. You're not going to do a shared calendar? No, you're what's like what? the 10th person to mention calendars. Okay. And <laughs> I'm not doing it still. We're giving you a that calendar. Is not, that, that is not a sign from Jesus, okay? <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Sign. Sign from somebody. It's not a sign from Jesus. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, you still have time. I only, I only started this like a couple of years ago. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was actually originally his idea where I have Saturdays off, where I just kind of have my own day, and he has Sundays off. Mm, so then okay. we kind of get a break there, so I can say, okay, Saturday is my full day to just work on my business. Um, he's pretty much able to, unless he's traveling for business, which he does at least once a month. Um. He's able to kind of take over at three o'clock in the afternoon. And, and so then I have the rest of the day a lot of times. He's actually a really great cook. Um, so I've been fortunate lately to have him cooking us really great meals. And I continue to compliment his nice. talents because nice. it only pays off. So Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's a huge help, honestly. I mean, I, I definitely couldn't do any of this without him. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. We so don't have family here. Um, except for my brother-in-law and his girlfriend, who's amazing. She treats my son like it's her own nephew, and yeah, I'm so thankful. Okay, you you actually touched on something that I'm I'm kind of curious about. Okay, but you said that um, you've gotten better at communicating your needs. Mm-hmm. So before, what I'm assuming is that like you just didn't want to bother him, and so you would kind of mm. take on too much than you can handle, and then it would stress you out, and it would cause problems. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think we were raised to just not rely on anyone, to be honest with you. I feel that so hard. <laughs> the way you were raised, you mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's like an Italian thing or what. I feel that. What is it? I don't know. I feel that, though. Uh-huh. It's tough. It is. But uh, I think just, I mean, maybe now I over-communicate, which is tending to also sometimes be a problem. But I mean... I feel that, too. I, I have to just kind of <laughs> And then it sounds like a balance. nagging. Do you sure. get that? I mean, maybe... Or just, we're just talking for way too long and it's just wasting time. And it just keeps going and going, but you can't yeah, stop. Right. Wow. <laughs> it's a common, <laughs> I'm sure it's a common challenge for a lot of couples. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. How did you get past that? How, I don't know. We're just, uh, it's just an ongoing thing that you just work on, I guess. Well, I mean, like, did anything spark? Like, was there, like, one significant time where you were just, like, not communicative and you were so overwhelmed? You had, like, this deadline and, you know, the baby's crying. I mean, probably a hundred times. I don't know. Nothing specific that I can really think of. But you just wouldn't say like, hey, babe, I need some help tonight. I just, I, I just, I don't really remember where the, where the turning point was. It just kind of, you know, once you realize that you've wasted so much time just being frustrated on both ends, you just have to realize something has to change. Mm-hmm. And um, it's sometimes tough to initiate that. But um, my partner, my husband's very good about communicating so i think mm. that definitely helps too okay is he also italian no he is not he is makes sense then yeah <laughs> we are the worst at communicating. He, honestly i mean and we're so like i'm so overly passionate and when i'm happy or not happy so i think that and i just remember growing up in that like everyone was like that and our all of our holidays were super loud and everyone's screaming and yelling and it was fine like that's just how it was but that's then, just how it is right and that's just he, how it is. Right. And in our house, too. And then 
God bless his family. I mean, they're the sweetest people, but it's just so just even keel, just very quiet. It's, it's like night and day. And so I think for him to have a wife who, I mean, he doesn't believe in astrology at all and whatever, if it's real or not, whatever. Um, but I, I just think it's kind of a fun thing. And so What's I'm a Taurus. What's your sign? Oh, you're a Taurus? So I'm like, you know, bullheaded and I'm Italian. What's so he? Um, he's a Libra. Hmm. In- interesting. And he's Scottish. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. Taurus and Libra. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Like, that, that, that's not, it's not a common couple. No. Oh. Taurus and, yeah, I mean, I it could, could be a good thing. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's obviously not, worked. Yeah, obviously. It's working so far. Yeah. How long have you guys been together? Uh, I mean, we're on our seventh year. Wow. How many years of marriage versus dating? Just over one year of marriage. Oh, so you were together for a long time and then you decided to get married. Yeah. I actually kind of agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that the vetting process should be a <laughs> little bit, you know, yeah, because that, that's like the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to, you Big know. decision. Honestly, he's a lot younger than me, too, so I think that maybe that played a part in it. What's the age difference, if you don't mind me asking? Four and a half years. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Well, I mean. Yeah. I thought she was going to say something like it, eight, It's a lot ten, easier like. as we get older. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was just a different, he Actually, had a different lifestyle when I first started dating him. I was going to say, if you subtract <laughs> the seven and then the four is also, because like you guys have been together for seven years, so sure. seven years ago. Yeah. He was... 25. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and I was 30. Oh, you know what? Actually, 25... Uh, yeah. That's a different... I yeah, feel like I, you're I, kind I, of I, on I different paths I think in a twi- way. 25, though, is when like I kind of got my shit together. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But I definitely wasn't... You know, I mean, I'm going to be 28 this year, mm-hmm. and I still feel like I have a lot of shit to get together. <laughs> <We> <laughs> all feel, I, I still feel like that at my age. I mean, he was, he was super mature, and he... Honestly, he's managed projects. He's an engineer. Um, he was like traveling all around the country, actually all over the world, managing projects. So he was just very—he was a very serious guy, and so yeah, it's, it worked out for us for uh, sure. That's but awesome. Yeah. Can you tell what sign I am? <laughs> I'm not really. I'm not super good at this stuff. Just um, take a guess. I don't know. Take a guess. Let Come on. See. I don't know much about this stuff. I don't know. Um, and I just met you. Yep. What do you think? First impression? No idea. I mean, you're like, you're really talkative. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you are? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I mean, I'm just going to say Pisces because oh, no. it's one of my favorites. <laughs> well, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay. um, Scorpio. Okay. Makes sense? little bit it might yeah yes. yeah yeah i don't i mean i don't like i said i don't deeply study this stuff but yeah, yeah. what are you tony aquarius that's right i was i was <laughs> gonna say you're an aquarius aren't you smell it over here just you know the strong silent type <laughs> my man i got a question though um okay. so how do you break down how do you manage your time then so yep. joey said like you're obviously successful and all that and mm-hmm. you're a woman and you broke down how the character issue, but how is the time management in your head? Like, because mm-hmm. I see you like you're posting, you're actively mm-hmm. just engaging with your customers, and you're still being a mom at the same time. So, mm-hmm. where's the breakdown for our listeners? Thank you. Um, so a lot of what I do first off is just really prioritize. So, um, I don't know if any of you have you heard of Mel Robbins at all? I've been really I've heard into of Tony her. Robbins. <laughs> this, yeah. Okay a different person oh Oh, I thought. Um, (laughs) but seriously if you haven't heard of mel robbins look her up she's awesome she actually i don't know if she still lives in 
the Boston area, but she lived there for quite a while. They opened some restaurants out there. Um, she's motivational. I think she has her own podcast, too. But she definitely is on YouTube. Anyway, um, she talks about how, you know, when you get really overwhelmed, it's just really your f- head is just full of stuff. And so what you need to do is just do a brain dump and just writing it all down on paper is just a huge relief on yourself. Um, so what I have started to do is I put, I have this little weekly calendar thing next to my bed because before I would text notes to myself and sometimes that stuff gets lost. Um, so I would just literally physically write on paper the things, the top three priorities that I have for the next day, maybe five, but I think sometimes that might be pushing it. Um, because you obviously want to feel accomplished and feel successful and that you are able to check these things off. So um, that's what I've done is really set the the top priorities. I actually do have a background in business development. Uh, I think I spent six years doing that. So for me, I know that I need to really get myself out there. And contrary to popular belief, being on social media isn't really doing that. It's a nice way for people, uh, potential customers to kind of land on your content and get to know you a little bit better, but that's not really where you're going to be driving business. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I've been really focused on is setting up meetings with general contractors, architects, um, uh, potential developers, maybe realtors. That's not really a priority necessarily. They work more with stagers. Um, So I think for me, just to make sure that I'm prioritizing business development, building relationships here since, since we were out of the area for a bit and we're now coming back. Um, that's really where I'm putting my time in. And then also, I think a big thing that I've just grown out of, just because I'm now, I'm not, I'm approaching 40. We're all approaching 40, really. But um, I think in my 20s, I did a lot of worrying. I did a lot of overthinking. I think that's really, really common. Um, but now that I just don't have a lot of that extra time. I feel like the quicker I can make a decision, the better. And sometimes we're overthinking and really putting a lot of stress on ourselves when sometimes it's just better to make that decision. And a decision is better than no decision at all or no action at all. So that's Interesting. my tip. There's a, a couple things that I really liked about what you said. Mm-hmm. First off, using social media as like the garnish for mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like people who drive their business through social media mm-hmm. are doomed to fail because mm-hmm. you're actually putting in time with like, you know, contractors, laborers, you know, people that you need to be connecting with on. Right. And then like, you know, the social media is like, oh, like this is what I can accomplish. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, me entirely. So I, I totally like that. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. was um, making the decision part. Do you feel like having, you know, less time, mm-hmm. do you feel forced in any of your decisions or do you feel like, you know, kind of just like pulling the trigger and like running and gunning it is a way to go, you know, as opposed to like gut feel. Yeah, Gut yeah. feel. No, I think that you need to trust your intuition. You need to silence yourself enough for enough time to really know, hey, does this feel right or is this, is this just not... Do I feel like this isn't getting me closer to my goal, I guess? And you have to be, I'm still working on that and getting faster. I, I actually went through a, a branding or a rebranding project that went on way too long. And if I had made a decision when my gut told me it wasn't working out months prior, I should have just pulled the trigger and cut mm-hmm. it off there. Mm-hmm. But I drew it out, hoping for the best, giving them the benefit of the doubt kind of thing. And then I think... And looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I wasted everyone's time, if I'll be honest. 
So I feel like, I like you know, if, I, if I'm able to go with my gut, and I think, again, sometimes that comes with age and, and experience, of course, but um, you know in your heart, you know in your gut really what's right and what is in, and, um, you know, base it off of what you've already come across in your life, you know? I don't know. I like that. How long have you been in your field? Honestly, I started this after my son was born. So um, it's fairly new. I, I actually, nice. I, I have a lot of business experience and um, I actually used to be a wedding cake decorator. So I've kind of been an what? artist, a long-term artist. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. Okay. That's actually great because mm-hmm. um, it's never too late to reinvent yourself. Right. So that's kind of a jump to go from, you know, cake designer sure. to interior designer. Sure. I mean, you know, the names, the naming conventions are <laughs> really similar, but mm-hmm. the actual applications are fairly extreme, yeah. especially, you know, knocking out walls and putting up new fixtures and, mm-hmm. you know, changing somebody's entire living situation. I feel like that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of big. I love, I mean, when I look back on my days as a wedding designer, I mean, Generally speaking, you get married once, hopefully. Um, and so it's it's a big deal. It really is. That's the one day, you yeah. know, you spend so much money and you have five hours of glory and, you know, a big party and whatnot. And, you know, I was driving a five-tier cake up, you know, on the side of a mountain. Like, that's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. And so to be able to deliver on that level, you know, it, it just has given me the confidence to say, you know what, like, First of all, everything can always be, every problem can always be fixed. Like, I remember my boss ran back to our bakery saying, oh, you know, like, I need your help. This has been an emergency. It was like 4th of July, and a gallon of water had fallen on a cake that my colleague had done. <laughs> and it was like, literally, like, we had maybe 35 minutes to fix it. And it, you know, it's somebody's wedding. And so, and it's a holiday. So, of oh course, we're, we're short-staffed, and there's other things going on within the the department oh anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it was fine. We fixed it, and it was good. So you just, did it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, luckily, we had this, a similar style. Um, but yeah, I mean, just it, like I said, growing up and, you know, dealing with those types of stresses, it just helps you to realize like, hey, you know, I can, I can trust in myself. I have confidence in this. Everything can be fixed. And honestly, there's no such thing as a design emergency, really. <laughs> it's a lot less pressure than weddings, I think. Um, because you can always come back and, and fix things and whatever. And, and that's really a big thing that I tell my clients to to expect is, you know, a lot of your furnishings are going to come in damaged. Maybe something's going to come in in the wrong color. Yeah. And that's okay. I have, you know, here's the amount of time it all, a lot to fixing it. And you can, and I'll guarantee you can, you know, count on me to see things through. So, and that's just how it goes. Okay. So managing expectations is yeah. a big part of what you do. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally feel that. And over um, communicating, like you said. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't want people to be disappointed. So I always just make sure that people know what's realistic. Yeah. That's always good. Mm-hmm. So transparency with your business mm-hmm. helps manage expectations. And sure. then in the end, if it gets done, it gets done. And everybody mm-hmm. knows that the process, how it went by and, mm-hmm. you know, I think that maybe your business method is why you have such happy customers. Maybe Thank it's, you. it's I, I don't think you're lucky. <laughs> I think that Thank maybe you. you're just good at so what you do. So should she rebrand her website or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have to be it's, honest. It's I think good. I'm uh, pretty empathetic. So I can usually read people really well. Um, and it even starts with just the initial conversation on the phone. I spent a lot of time actually on in phone sales. 
for years. So I don't even have to be in front of a person or really just get this is, a this feeling is, for this someone. This is not fair. <laughs> you you so. have like, okay, you have the personability experience with phone sales because how hard is it to sell something over the phone? It's pretty hard. That's pretty, what they say. It's pretty goddamn hard. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard. You have the creativity with your cake designing, mm-hmm. right? You have business development in your background. Yeah. Put that all together. And a store, yeah. And yeah, I mean, and they ran a store. And yeah, <laughs> put it all together. That sounds like an interior designer in the making. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny how things, you know, I'm always embarrassed, to be honest with you, to say, okay, you know, I didn't go to interior design school, um, but I have so much life experience and work experience in different facets. Yeah. And I think overall my goal is to, you know, run the business where I hire other designers and I manage them and I, you know, just scale everything. So I think that that's really where I'm coming from. Okay. Um, Let me ask you a question Mm -hmm. for the listeners, you know, um, do you feel that having a degree is completely necessary for, you know, sort of like being successful. Being successful in general? I, I don't want to say in general because I guess that's kind of like an obvious leading question, but mm. maybe to do something along the lines of what you do. Okay. I'll be honest. I think that it's really important to have a degree in interior design. Um, I think it's really valuable. I never want to take any of that away from my colleagues because I know they worked really hard for that. Sure. Um. And there's definitely things that I will need to learn or have had to learn along the way to get up to speed with that sort of thing. So I need to take courses on my own. I have taken courses and what have you. And I'm constantly looking to learn. That's, that's one of the things I like about myself. It's really hard, obviously, to say, oh, I like these things about myself. But I really like that I'm constantly trying to learn new things and constantly trying to challenge myself in new ways. Um, and so that's where I come from. Again, like with all the respect in the world for my colleagues, um, I had a situation growing up where I had to leave college. I don't really talk about it very much. Um, And so I've just had to overcome that um, and just kind of find my way regardless. Were you able to finish college? I didn't actually finish. And I think, I'll be honest, I've had jobs where I've made six figures and I don't even know if my bosses ever knew that I don't have a degree, but... Completely. It (laughs) is what it is. Completely. No, I mean... It's true. I'm 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 a giant fan of um, you know people skills mm-hmm. and networking networking learning on the fly mm-hmm. and just you know yeah I'm grinding just working really hard yeah because I mean like I don't have a degree like they have degrees and right. I love them they're great mm-hmm. but I feel like you know I can be successful in my own way right kind of you know I mean I yeah. I have so much respect for people who have been able to go through college and finish and all of that. Um, it, it shows that you have a great work ethic and you can start something and finish it and follow through. And I think that's really incredibly valuable. Um, but there's definitely, especially in this day and age where there's so much opportunity online. And if you are entrepreneurial in spirit, I think that there's just, it's just a different world that we live in now than, as opposed to you know, even 20 years ago. 10 years ago. 10 years ago, really. Yeah. yeah I'm losing mm-hmm. track of time, but yeah, it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. So yeah, you just got to want it bad enough. Yeah. yeah. But the Can information's out there to learn. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. What do you do for fun? Yeah. <laughs> I work on my business. <laughs> it's fun. That's our, no, that's I mean, our Saturdays. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm just, I love to shop. So this was a really great <laughs> way to, you know, have that outlet. Um, and I actually have a big background in fitness. So I've spent Get a lot of, of 
Yeah, I actually... Tell me about your fitness background. Tell well, us about uh, so, so after engineering, I spent a year in engineering. I did really well. I got an A in my classes and all of that. But I took the gen ed in exercise science and physiology, and I just fell in love with it right away. This is my freshman year. And I think that's part of the reason why I didn't end up finishing my degree is because I changed majors and all my calculuses and physics didn't necessarily <laughs> cross over, which is so devastating because those classes were so hard. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I studied exercise science in college for three years after engineering. And um, I was a personal trainer for a while. I was no, you weren't. Yeah. You're saying it. Oh, in Massachusetts. <laughs> um, nice. It's not as big. Fitness really isn't as big out there as it is here, to be honest. No, um, every, yeah, everybody here is super shallow. Uh, yeah, exactly. Totally. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you have to stay in good shape like all year as compared to out there. You can hibernate for now. It's like most of the year at this point, the way the weather is. Yeah. But <laughs> Yes, and then also Californians are very shallow. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody's got to be aesthetically pleasing, you know. But and, and I think, well, I think just, I think people out here are just really forward thinking and care about the environment and care about health just a lot oh, more. Oh, no, totally the environment. I'm totally yeah. behind. But yeah. you were a personal trainer. Yep. And I taught kickboxing, cardio kickboxing for what? a couple of years. And I managed a team. It was like seven instructors that I managed. I was only 21. Seriously? Yeah. And then uh, I still, I still regret this. And this is a lesson for anyone who's listening <laughs> that gets an opportunity and thinks that maybe they're just too afraid and they don't have enough experience and whatever else, just go after it, guys. Like, I, I still remember I was um, given the opportunity to become a national trainer, so I would just travel up and down the East Coast and just teach people to be instructors. Um, at the time, it was a company called Les Mills International oh, out they, of New Zealand. They, uh, wait, wait, you, <laughs> you passed that up? Right. Isn't that insane? <laughs> My mom's an instructor for... Are you serious? Yeah, she had to get certified. She had to right. go to Amsterdam to get that cert. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That's so crazy we passed that up. I know. Well, because I was so sheltered growing up and, you know, Can't we didn't leave. travel like... I w yeah, I was afraid. And, dude, I look back on that all the time and regret it. So now in my, <laughs> in my wisdom, my infinite wisdom, <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, you know what? Like, eight... Uh, high noon calls me, like I said, like, yeah, it scares me to death, but I have to go after it. Like, you just never know. Damn, that could have been such a fun job. I know. Not to dig in a <laughs> bit. No, oh, I know, I know. Oh, it would have been a different been. path. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. I'm, I'm glad that, I yeah. mean, I'm sure we're, we're glad that you didn't go. I mean, who never knows? No, I you could know, be living in Florida and I would have never met you guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> living on yeah. South Beach. Her husband. Right, like a, yeah. right exactly. Exactly. So, a lot your your kid, you know, I mean. Exactly. So if you think about it, you made the right choice. Never I would have did, you're right. <laughs> you know, you made <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> so well, what that. can we expect from West 11 Lane coming up? Oh, wait, yeah. I, before mm -hmm. you get into that. Mm-hmm. What kind of clients, you know, normally do you receive? Because mm -hmm. I, I know of, like, a few bachelors that could probably, mm -hmm. like, re-up their own space, mm -hmm. you know? Because <laughs> they kind of live in squalor here, you know, so. <laughs> um, I mean, most of the time my clients I, I've found are honestly empty nesters or close to empty nesters because they're kind of reinventing their life at that point. Uh, oh, everyone's kind of gotcha. grown up and okay. grown out. Yeah, so. As so soon as the kiddos... Exit the, the premises. Time. It's like okay, let's let's make this. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Yeah, I but can see uh, that. I uh, I worked on a photographer's space. Um, she had a studio inside of her home, uh, which I really enjoyed because the what's challenging about that is you really have to dig deep into their brand 
and make sure that their space is reflecting their brand and their clients and what have you and um, just kind of think of the business side of things and how, okay, what, what are some ways here that, excuse me, mm-hmm. we can generate more income even, like even with the, the salon space. Uh-huh. We're talking about, okay, so are you going to be selling products? How many customers are you going to be able to serve at one time? Like just all these different details. What kind of photo shoots was, was the photographer doing? Like was it, you know, like still life or? What did she work on? Um, yeah, yeah. She does predominantly weddings, but she's also doing branding and she shoots for, I think at least one magazine. And she's actually worked with some high profile clients that she can't really talk about as well. So mm. she's really good. She's mm. really good. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Very <laughs> That's uh, hush hush. She's probably with like Calvin Klein and stuff like that. So, <laughs> probably somebody bigger. Can I ask you a dumb question? Is Calvin okay. Klein an actual guy? He is, isn't he? Or is that just I like think a brand? I might have been. Know. I don't really know. I told you before I wasn't good at fashion. So, I, I like wear <laughs> Calvin Klein underwear like every day of my life, and I've still yet to know if that was an actual guy. Or it's a girl. I feel like once I leave, you'll probably look it up. I yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Do you think it is? It has to be. It has to be. Do you think uh, he ate corn dogs too? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Leanne, can you please have a corn dog? Yeah, I will eventually. <laughs> I will. I will send you a corn dog. Do you dog. think it's worth it? <laughs> is it worth it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you think it's worth it? No. Oh, whatever. He's a hater. I, I'm don't, waiting don't listen for the brand deal. Don't listen. I'm waiting for the brand deal. When is no, <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I'm trying to get sponsored over here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see now. No, I'm not. I just really like corn dogs. Um, we just we just mess around and tag them, but it's not. If I was <laughs> gonna have a sponsor, I would um, like it to be Frito Lay and Cheetos. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like if if I was supplied with a bunch of hot Cheetos for the rest of my life, I think that I would be okay. You made mm. it. I made it. Right. Mom, I made it. Should be very know. proud of you. Mm-hmm. Leanne, it's been <laughs> such a pleasure. Um, you as well. Let us know what's what's coming up, you know, for West Eleven Lane, and then yep. um, give us your where 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 can we find you? Okay, so I mean, I'm still working on residential projects. Um, I'm definitely looking to break into, like I said, working with a few more brands. Um, and I really, yeah, it was just an interesting experience to, um, you know consult with someone who is going to be a salon owner. And I think that's really interesting. Um, and honestly, I mean, we didn't really talk about it too much, but the big thing that's on my mind lately is that I was, um, approached by high noon entertainment who, who is behind, um, fixer upper. If you've heard of it, there it is. I was (laughs) waiting for that. I'm waiting for that the whole podcast. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's one of those things where it's kind of like behind the scenes. I don't really talk about it too much because you just never know. Um, but I was approached by them back in April. Um, actually, no, it was May. And then I didn't have enough projects at the time. We were looking to move back out here anyway, so I just wasn't loading up my schedule. Um, so they told me to reach back out in six months, and I did. I waited a little bit longer than I should have, but I, I did reach out. And um, we had a phone conversation, then we had a video interview, which was about 45 minutes long, and he, at the end of it, said he was going to cut it down into a two-minute video and... Um, pitch me to um, High Noon when he was a casting producer. I think they have four casting producers there, Mm -hmm. so not very many. But, um, yeah, and then he said, I'm that guy that will absolutely get back to you, and it's been a few weeks, so I don't know. Um, But regardless, he's a super cool guy, and I'm just really grateful for even the opportunity because I don't think that that happens very often. I think that, well, it doesn't. I think that you've got a great personality. Thank you. 
I wouldn't be shocked to see you on HGTV coming up. Thank you. I would really, really hope so. Yeah, you know, we, we, we should tag them. Yeah. <laughs> we should. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping. But in the meantime, I'll still be here in Carlsbad. That's where my studio is located. Um, and I actually... Great location, by the way. Yeah, it's that's beautiful. Awesome. It yeah. really is. Um, and I'm working on projects all the way up to Santa Clarita. So I'm all over the place. Just on the road. On the yeah. road. <laughs> and you can... Yeah, go ahead. Where can we find you? Uh, I am tagged as West 11 Lane on every single platform. So if you wow. there's, there's no, oh, yeah, nothing's altered. It's just 11 is spelled out. I am on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, House, Google. I'm, I'm everywhere. Dang. Where did the name that's come it. from? Real that's quick. A, yeah, that's a great question. So this was dreamt up even before... Like, I just knew I was going to have some kind of creative business. It was before I got pregnant with my son, right before that. Um, we were living in Point Loma at the time, and I was sitting on my couch, and I was like, oh, you know, we live on the West Coast. We lived on Sandcastle Lane at the time. It's a beautiful <laughs> neighborhood. I still think about that place. Um, and for some reason, like, I don't know, the art side of me, just I just really liked the letters when I put 11 in the middle. Like, I just felt like it, it flowed really well when I s spoke it out loud, and then also just seeing the letters all together just... I like it all lowercase. Mm. So anyway, and I just thought it was nice to not have my own personal name because I knew I was going to get married. And then also, I don't know. Sometimes you just want to be a little incognito. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it worked. And everything was available too. And it was. So, so I, yeah, I snagged it back in 2015. And then I, I started a little bit after that. So nice. West yeah. 11 Lane. It rolls off the tongue. It sounds, it sounds really approachable. Thank you. Yeah, I think that was super great branding. Thank you very One much. One more question. Do you have yeah. a very Italian um, maiden name? De Perry. So, yes. Yes, and it's very <laughs> rare. Yep. Very rare. Mm -hmm. My last name is very rare. What's your last name? Baluco. Baluco. Yeah, I've never heard that, actually. That's because it's made up. Okay, that's not really yet. Was I not supposed to say my last name? No, 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 no. That, that, that really isn't my last name, I swear to God. Oh, okay. But um, it's made up because... When you came over? Yes. Ah. They couldn't pronounce Bellocchio. So oh, wow. So the people at Ellis Island, um, you know, Baluco, white people. I don't, you know. Right. <laughs> Crazy white people. Yeah, white people. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Was it such a pleasure? You as well. Thanks Thank for coming through. Thank you for coming through. Yeah. Take us out. It's been real. Uh, we'll tag her. Um, look out for an HGTV. And yep. at least we can say we had somebody that was on TV. Oh, that would be so dope. And with that Seriously being said. for you. Yeah. For our, our own yeah. clout. Exactly. We, we <laughs> need you to be on HGTV now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just re, like, submit it again. Oh, yeah. yeah. But once again, guys, go check her out. Uh, Diverse. That's what we're just trying to get to you out here on the podcast. When she reached out to us, she said, hey, I'm not sure if I fit your audience. I'm like... The more the merrier. We can just diverse everyone and get I didn't know different that. stories out there. You got to read the DMs. I think, that, I think that you did a great job. Thank you so much. I Thank think you. that you're really relatable. and Thank you. Yeah. So get out of here with that. <laughs> you're good. I'll never check the DMs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been real, guys. Have a great day. Peace. Peace. Da, 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 da.